welcome back to another episode of Korean Filtered. Today I'm super excited because your girl got her favorite treat. <laughs> I love when people come to the studio and bring me stuff like, yes, please, give me something. <laughs> so today's guest got me something, but I'm going to let her introduce herself. And you guys can definitely see what's on my lap when I switch cameras. But I'll let Taz introduce herself first. <laughs> welcome, Taz. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I'm. I'm really glad you like bread. I should have actually asked if she got like a gluten allergy or something. Girl, no. It's okay. I eat everything and any, mm, not anything, but everything. <laughs> I have problems. I have pro- she got me bread, guys. I'm like the biggest bread fan in the world. It's perfect like, then. You know when you're not supposed to eat something, but you keep eating it? Like I get yeah. acne from eating I, I'm bread. meant to be on a diet. Girl. In Korea? Yeah, it's not possible. Girl. <laughs> Gonna have to live in a mountain to do a diet. I know. I just, I know. You just can't do it. But, but she got me all this bread, bread, so thank you, Taz. You're very welcome. Um, I I, food is my love language, um, so I have to, every time I see a friend or like go on a show or something, I'm yeah. just like, I have to give you food yeah, you need to, to show my Taz. love. <laughs> yeah, literally. literally uh, honestly, when I'm doing my recipes and stuff like that, like you will most likely be fed yeah. after it. So. Yeah. I, I don't mind that. Would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, so uh, my name's Tasmina. You can call me Taz or Mina. Uh, oh, Mina's pretty. Yeah, so most of my Korean fans call me Mina because they can't pronounce Taz. So they were just like, can we just call you Mina? So yeah, fine. Mina. It's, part, it's still part of my name, so <laughs> yeah. it's okay. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I'm a food content creator here in Seoul. Um, I used to be a chef back in the UK. And... Um, what else? Oh, I'm also a producer, so I work for some uh, entertainment companies and some tech companies. So how did you come to Korea, and how many years have you been here? Uh, so I've been here almost almost three years, and how did I come? How did I come? That's a long story. Girl, um, tell. I mean, the short story is by plane, and it, <laughs> and it took 40, 14 hours. I'm from the UK, by the way. Uh, 14 hours, and UK is right there. What do you mean it's right there? <laughs> what do you mean? No, no, right no, there no, no, on the no, map no. is right there, yeah. <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> can point at it <laughs> but yeah, 14, but, wow, 14 hours. hours is a long yeah. time well that's a simple answer yeah um how you want the I long come? answer the long answer well yeah. how i came was um so when i had my cooking business back in the uk mm-hmm. i um was discovering new foods and stuff right and i discovered korean food through mm-hmm. uh, learning about recipes and through mm. some korean friends i made at the time yeah and my sister uh, one of my sisters she was really into j-pop and k-pop and everything oh, else okay so i had one avenue through work discovering korean food mm-hmm. and then my sister was teaching me all about kind of korean culture in a way yeah and then the two just meshed together came together yeah and then i was just like oh my god uh this is a it felt like it was a whole new culture to me but at the same time, it was also a very familiar culture. Oh, how, why do you say that? Um, I don't know if it's because because I'm South Asian, mm-hmm. so uh, British Bangladeshi. So mm-hmm. we have... Oh, she Bengali. Yeah. Bengali. Bengali. <laughs> Bengali. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I'm saying it right. <laughs> no, no, you did. You Bengali. Did. Actually, yeah. <laughs> You're actually one of the very few people who actually pronounced it correctly. Girl, my so little sister speaks Marathi. Really? Yeah, my little sister speaks Marathi. So like, she, like, there are certain words... This has nothing to do with you. I'm sorry. Let's go back to you. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> right. back to your I'm talking well. about. Them, right? <laughs> I'm talking about my sister too. It's okay. Like, but they're not my real sisters, by the way, because they're Indian, obviously. But no, no, no. Like that's why I know a little bit about like South oh, okay. Asian culture. Okay, that's how you pronounce it, well, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. I try. I'm impressed. Actually. She bilingual. <laughs> she bilingual. Yeah. She High five. Yeah. Bilingual queens, actually. Yes. If you speak one language, you are trash. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
guys learn another language okay please do you know sorry this has nothing to do with you by the way but you know i would never date a person this has literally nothing to do no, with no, no, no. i would never date a person who only knows one language really yeah if you only speak one language you're out of my roster like That's i'm just so like interesting oh, i can't that's so interesting. Bro, yeah, but what if it's a language that, like, uh, you can't speak? So, so How am I going to speak to them? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like, say if they speak English and another language you can't speak, but oh, they're no, bilingual. They... No, no that's, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Ah, okay. Like, as long as you're not like, oh, I only speak English. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, in 2024, very... you only speak English? That's very specific. Oh, it's very specific. That's very specific requirement for a partner. Bro, it's on top of my list. I'm like, has to speak more than one language. Back to you. <laughs> Where was Sorry. I? I oh, your sister introducing you ah, to yeah. so, J-pop. Uh, my sister was introducing me to like all that stuff, and yeah. then I was learning through Korean food. And uh, yeah, because I'm Bengali and South mm-hmm. Asian, uh, a lot of the culture is very similar. Mm, right. So stuff from like how you treat your elders, no shoes in the house, yes. um, some of the food as well. Very yeah. apart from the spices, very similar with the right. base ingredients and stuff. Right. Um, so yeah, it kind of. It was new, but at the same time, it felt familiar. So I was like, oh, this weirdly feels like something I could explore further. Right. And then for two years after that, um, I just I just went into a hole, like a career hole, basically, oh, wow. in a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just research and everything. And I made the decision to move here. Oof. So for two years, I just prepared. Yeah. So I, I'm still learning Korean. I'm not fluent at all as long as you're trying yeah, i'm trying it's i'm very trying important, trying yeah. so i started i hired a korean teacher so she was teaching oh, wow. me korean um i was making friends online so yeah. then when i came here i already had, had friends. friends yeah and i knew i'd make foreign friends of course but right. i wanted korean friends too because to be honest the decision of me moving mm-hmm. i in my heart knew that when i moved i was it was a move move like, it wasn't temporary. Yeah. Like, you weren't thinking about, like, oh, I'll try it out. Yeah. For you, it was like, I want to live yeah, here. Yeah, this was like... Because okay. I just knew uh, there, was some, there was something, I don't know if you... Like, it's a spiritual thing or, mm. like, you know, a universal thing. Whatever you believe in. Like, it doesn't yeah. have to be religious. It can be anything. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Something was just saying, this is your direction now. This is where you need to oh, go. Wow. And at the same yeah. time, I was kind of... Uh, I kind of did what I wanted to do in the UK. Yeah. And there wasn't mm. much. This sounds really big headed, doesn't do. it? I mean, I there wasn't much else to do in the UK. I achieved yeah. everything. <laughs> well, you guys also don't have sun out there. Yeah, so, so it's understandable. Um, yeah, The exactly. sun is missing. <laughs> the sun is missing. It probably yeah. comes out two days out of the year. Girl, that's say. why I'm like, I've never been like, oh, I wonder how London looks like. You know, it doesn't have the sun. <laughs> you know how it looks like. It's great. No <laughs> With some beautiful like red buses going past. And beautiful cafes. But other than that, I'm like, mm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah. But yeah, and then I moved here and um, ended up in Seoul and best decision I ever made in my wow. life. Yeah. So in those three years, like you feel like you're still fitting in pretty well into the culture? Yeah, I'm pretty settled, to be honest. Um, yeah. I, w- I, mean, I wouldn't say I'm properly fitting in. Yeah. Um, it's hard to fit in when ha- you're... Yeah, it's hard to fit in when you look like this. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> we just came to the decision, you'll never fit in. <laughs> it it is but like yeah but i'm very lucky that i have some amazing korean friends and foreign friends here who uh have really helped me settle here right and ones that i've made you know recently as well as when i first came and stuff so yeah i'm just i'm yeah definitely definitely for me personally the best decision wow okay and in the three years that you've been here so far what do you think has been your biggest difficulty uh biggest difficulty is probably trying to fit in 
mm. but not in the way that like um because I'm a very adaptable person mm-hmm. and I get along with everybody mm-hmm. I hope I hope you don't hate me <laughs> I mean if you do come talk to me okay yeah I'm very adaptable and I kind of just uh one of my uh bosses in the past said be like water mm. and when I told him I'm moving to Korea he was like be like water mm. and that's what I've tried to do just yeah, be, be adaptable like yeah. um and because I researched so much into the culture I didn't have any culture shocks. Right. I didn't have any issues really? in those kind of things. Oh, yeah. Because wow, okay. I knew what to expect. Right. And right. everything that I read about, saw, everything, it happened. So it wasn't difficult in that sense. When you actually saw it, you were just like, oh, I, I was read like, about yeah, this. yeah, yeah, I know about this kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, okay, yeah. The difficult thing, I guess, is I mean, one of your guests talked about it on one of your previous shows. Mm-hmm. And. Like, you know, when you're foreign, you are foreign. Of course. Like, you will never... Obviously, you'll never be, you know, Korean. Because that's not the aim. Yeah, Yeah. and you shouldn't be, obviously. You shouldn't try to be. And, like, Mm -hmm. you should be yourself. And, you know, people accept you for who you are. Right. It's just... It's just sometimes the conversations are very frustrating. Mm -hmm. uh, In the sense that, uh, for example, you know, if you meet someone new they automatically assume i mean it's it's not a bad thing from their side mm-hmm. but they automatically assume that you're either a student or you're here on vacation or you're studying temporarily um you're just here for fun you hang out in hongdae or itaewon or whatever again they put nothing, you in a box they put you in a box there's nothing yeah. wrong with those things yeah. obviously but it's the fa- the thing i don't like is just being put in a box yeah instead of asking yeah ask oh, and get to know what the person in Korea? and then yeah. if i am a student and i hang out in those places okay. and stuff then yeah that's me as a person kind yeah. of thing right yeah but also that doesn't define who they are as a person right right and i feel like some people you get putting put in a box and then that's who you are you are that student you are that whole person <laughs> you are me. that thing mm-hmm. and, and getting out of that box oh cha oh <laughs> trying to get like, out of that you, box. you know the surprise looks i get when when i say like oh yeah i've been here almost three years they're mm-hmm. just like oh my god what and then they're like oh so where'd you like to hang out and i said i i usually go around like uh songsu and they got some nice restaurants and cafes that i really like exploring and it's more chill it's more chill Compared and to it's, Hongdae, yeah. it's more like for my age like i'm older than you may think yeah like, know, Hongdae, like, it's yeah. like children <laughs> yeah i mean they're, they're students yeah and they're like 20 21 and stuff and yeah. sometimes they go there for shopping but yeah. i want to hang out where my age hang age out you group, know yeah, yeah. yeah. so um yeah it's just the automatic putting put putting you in a box kind of thing that i don't like and yeah. it's kind of like that yeah um i'm currently looking for a house because mm-hmm. i'm moving places and every landlord that i've met is like are you a student and i'm like i know i look young but no i'm not a student like every single one has asked if i'm a student yeah. and i'm like not only students are in korea you know like they're people who are actually professionals like they're working oh my god you know i tried to get into a bar with some friends because some most of my friends are younger yeah so i tried to get into this bar and they you know what they said so i entered yeah. and then uh so like you know i was the last to go in because me being like mama friend yeah like i let them all in first and then i went in last and then he looked at my idea and he was like oh the older people sit there <laughs> i kid you not i was like <laughs> you're not even old though is this hongdae yeah oh that makes sense but this was like a year ago i haven't been to hongdae is- since yeah hongdae is not gonna accept you at a certain age they're just like yeah 
We don't want you around the kids. Can the kids pay? Can the kids pay for this stuff? Huh? No. Literally. I can spend like, more money. Don't you need adults? Like, big adults? <laughs> yeah, to be paid we can this? spend more money. No, it's because we know their cocktails taste like trash, so they don't want to stay yes, there. Yes, we can eat yeah, We don't want that. We yeah, don't we don't want that. Want that. Um, but yeah, they. I think the definitely what you were saying is right, that they do put you in a box. I think from when Alex, Alex is the one who had said the whole thing about trying to yeah. adapt. I think a lot of people took it as he was trying to be Korean, which... No one's trying to be Korean. No, no, no. Like, no, no. I'm not Korean. I'm never going to be Korean. I have fully accepted that I would never be Korean. I'm happy with how I was born. The point is, we just want to be accepted in a way that when somebody sees us, they're not like, oh, this is my foreign friend. Because they always put foreign before friend. And yeah. I really, really don't like that because... When I introduce my friend who just so happens to be Korean, I don't go to my parents. Oh, this is, this my, is Korean my Korean friend. friend. Yeah. No, I don't no, say this my friend. Is, yeah, you're just like, oh, this is my friend. But I've noticed there, excuse me, there are some people that you'll meet in Korea who you think they're your friends, but they only see you as a foreign friend. They don't see you as a friend, period. Um, and that's the box that I, I don't like either. To be honest, I got rid of those friends. Oh, yeah, I don't have yeah. them anymore. No, oh, them anymore. girl, I was not going to keep them around. The friends that I have now, my Korean friends that I have now, they're like my sisters. Yeah. Like, they're like family. And they treat me like just like a normal just friend, a friend, like a normal person. Yeah. So, like, those Korean friends that I have, you know who you are. I love you to pieces. She love y'all. Um, I appreciate them so much because they don't treat me differently. Exactly. And, you know, they treat me like... Like, you know, like uh, another friend that lives Just here. Just an add-on, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, when I first came, there was um, people that I met before, and they were like... And I was kind of like... I kind of felt like, oh, the token brown friend. Mm, Do you know what I mean? It kind of felt like that. Girl. Yes. They, there to meet a quota kind of thing. Yes. Um, and to be honest, there was even, like, business opportunities that came along and then realized, oh, actually, I'm being used, and cut those deals off quick as well, you know? It was, again, one of those things of, oh, who can we find? That's the most foreign-looking person. <laughs> yeah, to fit into what we want right yeah. now. Yeah. So to you're basically what we want, a but diversity then... hire slash friend. Yeah. Slash, yeah and, you know, up. those kind of things used to happen in companies, what, in the 90s? Yeah. And of... apparently they still happen in some yeah. places. Still definitely happens. Yeah. yeah. Diverse, the diversity hiring. Do you think it's because uh, there's not enough diversity here? Or is it because... Um, I don't because obviously, like you know, it's it's been said before in this podcast as yeah. well. It's a very homogenous society, super, obviously, yeah, yeah. and um, so I think the diversity thing is still kind of working itself. Yeah, I feel like it's getting better as the generations go on, though. Yeah, yeah. like I feel like our generation and younger don't don't give a they don't give a crap. No. Yeah, the millennials and Gen what is it Gen Z yeah. and Alpha generation or whatever. Mm. Um, is that the new generation? Name? I think it's called Alpha. Alpha. I always encourage my younger friends to travel more yeah. and get out there and see the world because the people that have gone out there and seen the world and traveled, even if it's to other Asian countries, yeah. as long as you leave Korea at least once in your life, oh my God, the, the, change, yeah, like the change that comes with compared to the friends that have never left yeah. Korea. Yeah. And, you know, the friends who have never left Korea, again, they're not, they're not bad people. I love them to pieces. Yeah. But their outlook on the way the rest of the world is is very it's different, different. Yeah. to the friends who have traveled. Yeah. And I would just say, just go. Go anywhere. Anywhere you want to go, just go. And this is not even only like a Korea thing. I've also found that even... Um, I'm Kenyan-American, right? <clears throat> even when I go to Kenya, people who have not traveled outside of Kenya are very ignorant when it comes to other cultures, right? Like, there's some of my... <laughs> edit some people part. that I know. 
there's some people that I know who live in Kenya. I'm not going to call you out by name, but you know yourself, um, who still think I live in China. Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah. And I'm like, I've told you multiple times I live in Korea. What do you mean? Right? So there's this cultural ignorance. So even in Korea, if you haven't traveled a lot, you're still going to have cultural ignorance going on, right? So it's not only a Korea thing. It's no, no, literally no. all over it's the world. It's literally anywhere in the world. Like, if you haven't, if you have a chance to travel, just travel. Yeah. You have to. You have to get out at least once. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's not just a Korea thing. It's just a general human being thing. I mean, I really, like, one of the things that I strongly believe is that the world is massive, right? And there's so many amazing countries and amazing people and yeah. so many things to do and see we're not born or made to just sit in one corner of the and planet just stay there. and just stay yeah. there for the rest yeah. of our lives if you can and you're able and your you know your life situations allow mm-hmm. get out there mm-hmm. and i think that's another reason why i started this podcast i think a lot of people think this podcast was meant to be like a show to com- for foreigners to come on and complain about korea but i'm like no this is it's literally, I want it to be a platform for people who want to come to Korea to see the reality of living here. Yeah, yeah. Because everybody has this image in their head where it's like, oh, Korea is like a Korea drama. Oh my God, I'm going to meet not, like guys. K-pop idols. It's not. It's <laughs> not like that. And it's never going to be like that. Just like America, well, let me say this. Just like black and black Americans in America are now holding guns. That's a movie thing. We're not all just like, gratatata. Like, no, this is not <laughs> happening. <laughs> like, come on now. That is in movies, right? Please do that noise again. <laughs> that's made my day so like when people are like seeing these things on television and thinking that's reality it's not reality that's why this podcast is here for people who are watching to see the reality of living in korea as a foreigner because no country is perfect mm. it's not perfect out here but we love it enough to still be staying here but we just want to tell you guys the reality of how it is living here yeah of right? course like the quality of life here like the reason i'm still here is you know the quality of life here is much better than back home mm, in the terms of opportunities for me to do what i want to do right in terms of my own personal convenience and mm-hmm. my own personal dreams and ambitions like mm-hmm. for me korea is the best place for it right it's just my home place couldn't fulfill that for me fulfill right. that need for me right so you know it's not for everybody and if you do decide to come here just make sure you've done your research and you're thoroughly prepared to you know potentially not fit in or you know potentially to n- not be like a k-drama yeah be optimistic yeah. be you can be hopeful um but be realistic facts um so now that we've gotten the difficulties out what has been your best memories living in korea so far oh my god my best memories yeah. <gasps> my best <laughs> memories i have so many best know, memories it's so hard to tell the best memories because it's so many there's so like, many it's hard to reduce it into like a few yeah. but try, try girl try your girl, best okay i'll try, try um best memories I've like I've been lucky enough to achieve a lot of stuff in my life mm-hmm. and um you know through hard work and passion like I've been grinding girl I've been grinding oh, <laughs> grinding <laughs> hustling That's all you gotta do <laughs> just keep working these bills are expensive <laughs> yeah but you know yeah. it's been worth it because mm-hmm. the stuff I've done and the stuff I've gotten to do mm-hmm. I can't talk about everything but the stuff I've gotten to do yeah is insane like the memories I've created as well and uh the people that i've met like the people have been my highlight to be Mm -hmm. honest like i really value um 
the people that I've met here yeah. and you know whether they've come and gone or whether you know they're my friends who are still here mm -hmm. foreign and Korean if I didn't have them I think I'd be very lonely oh yeah and also I would say like some of the best memories is just doing new things and experiences like one of the things I like to do uh like once a month mm -hmm. is get over some of my fears oh okay. so i do this thing of like so last year i had a i had a i had a fear of heights mm -hmm. and um i was just like oh, you know what like i really want to get over this and i because i love rooftops and i love mm, the views yeah. from like a skyline and stuff yeah so i was like i need to get over this so i you know on like lottie tower I you can exactly climb the bridge yeah i did that mm. Beautiful. It was cold as heck. Yeah. My face was freezing. My yeah. hands were freezing. But I also had like a very... What they do is they take photos and yeah. then they, they're quiet. They let you have oh, like five a moment. minutes, a moment. And then he just says, we'll let you have a moment. And then usually people take photos and they're just like umming and ahhing and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Ooh, so, but you know, my group, the ones I was with, yeah. nothing. We just it's, stared. Oh, wow. It was such a, it was such a, like, uh, I can't describe that moment, but it was very significant in my mind. Yeah. At the time, I was going through some really difficult things. Mm -hmm. And um, at that moment of just being there with, like, these random strangers who also kind of felt the same thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They were, again, mixture of Koreans and foreigners and stuff. Yeah. And we just looked, and then it was just quiet. Yeah. And because we realized it was quiet, we all looked at each other and just laughed. Laughed, because you're like, why are you quiet? <laughs> we were just like, <laughs> what are you going why through? Why are you... <laughs> Should we start a therapy yeah, session? <laughs> but you know what happened after yeah. that? We all went out for dinner. Oh, wow. And we became friends. We've been friends for a year now. Oh, wow. That is crazy. It's like random memories and random moments like that. And like sometimes... That is awesome. Yeah. yeah. And like sometimes we like go to restaurants and bars and stuff. And mm -hmm. like, you know, you end up meeting... You, you, you sometimes do end up meeting your idols or sometimes end up meeting your drama people. As a PD, I bet I, somebody's like, I knew it. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. But as a PD, I, I, I sometimes do. Yeah. Uh, because of the, my line of work and stuff that right. I'm in. But, um, yeah. Like, oh, it's really hard to describe, like, certain memories. Mm -hmm. Like, going snowboarding for the first time. I've been wanting to go snowboarding for, like, 20 years. Mm -hmm. And I finally got to go in the wintertime last year. Um, so doing that, discovering new hobbies. That's I, so another guest had actually talked about it on the show. Naida, she had talked about how easy it is to start a new hobby yes. in Korea. Yes. It's so easy. Yeah. Yeah. Anything you want to do, you can do here because because of the very strong seasons. Like mm. winter is a winter, man. You feel it. <laughs> winter, you feel winter. Summer, <laughs> you feel summer. And if you if you have those sport, if you have particular sports you like, so like you know, in the winter, snowboarding, skiing, all those things, mm -hmm. perfect. You know, yep. you can literally do every something find. new every season. Yeah. Like every season of the weather, you can do something new. Like if as long as you have like money in Korea, you can literally. Do <laughs> That's another like, problem. Facts. <laughs> Facts. As long as you have money, you have um, to have money. To where? <laughs> That's why I stay in the house, <laughs> guys. What's your MBTI, by the way? Um, I am ISTJ. ISTJ. I yeah, I'm ISTJ. I'm okay. like, people are like, oh my gosh, she's a knee. No, I'm an I. I'm an I, <laughs> ISTJ. Yeah. We're literally opposite, almost. Oh, oh wow, are I'm you? I'm ENFJ. Oh, we are. <laughs> literally opposite. But you know, most of my friends yeah. are I's. 
I think it's like also for me being an I, this is the most Korean conversation. Ever it is. Right this, like, we're, we're Koreanized now, bro, guys. Koreans talking about their, what is it? Their MBTI. MBTI. It's, it's a trend here. It's such a big trend right yeah. now. Um, but for me, it's like I'm very adaptable. If I'm put in a situation where I need to be talking to someone, I will. But I'll never be like, if I saw you in a bar, I would never come up to you and be like, hi, Taz. Yeah. Never. What? Even if you knew me? Oh, no, girl. <laughs> Imagine how, I go to a bar and I'm like, how did you know my name? <laughs> I was like, girl, how'd you know me? <laughs> no, if I know you, I'll, I'll definitely come up to you. But like, I'm not the type who makes friends with random people yeah, easily. Yeah. Oh, because I, I, I it, it, trusting people is hard. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> for sure. So yeah, especially, especially like in a foreign country oh, as well. Jesus, talk yeah. about it, Taz. But trusting also people? like one of the, um, when it comes to like, trusting people with that yeah. i think in because we're both in entertainment kind of thing so yeah what are your because you you keep saying you do cooking yeah. but you're not going in depth with it yeah i would love if you went in depth with it <laughs> you know yeah. i found it really hard to talk about myself that's Why? the problem oh no girl <laughs> so um youtube channel and everything yeah so it's new uh so basically um yeah like i said i used to be a chef in the uk i had like my own private dining company Mm -hmm. and stuff and um so like fine food and home food cooked food uh, educating people on uh the ingredients the story of the ingredients the culture behind it that's dope so that's why that's one of the reasons i really got into korean culture as well because through food i was discovering more and more about it Mm -hmm. and um so yeah i was doing that in the uk and then i couldn't bring my business here Mm, uh so i for about a year i didn't do anything i had my instagram account and it was just posting like where i've been kind Mm, of thing yeah but i didn't i was cooking but not that much and it wasn't Social media wasn't a priority for me at the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then last year, I was like, oh, shit, I actually need to up my game on this. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, on my Instagram, uh, obviously, I work full time um, and, you know, doing my various other things. So I can't fully focus on content creation. Yeah. Um, but when I can, I film recipes with Korean ingredients, oh, sometimes okay. making Korean food, sometimes making fusion food. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes totally new recipes that don't exist. Oh, okay. So you make your own recipes, yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay, dope. So uh, that's for, like, Instagram, and um, I just started TikTok, so I'm just posting random things there, mm-hmm. not just recipes, but mm-hmm. also, like, me making stupid faces. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, the <laughs> That's how content stuff. creation starts. Yeah. <laughs> you have to find your niche somehow, so, yeah. So, like, uh-huh. Instagram is purely for food. Mm-hmm. TikTok is ran random bits of uh, random everyday life. Mm-hmm. And then YouTube, oh, my God, this is another thing about Korea. I didn't have the guts, yeah. I think, to start YouTube back home. Oh, I don't know okay. what it was, but yeah. I just, I always wanted to do it. Right. But I felt like, oh, I don't have the tools, I don't have the resources and blah, blah, blah. But truthfully, I was making more money back in the UK than I am here. It sounds like you were. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah, 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 yeah. I also used to work for a bank as well. So I was making bank. Like, I was doing quite well. <laughs> I used to work for a bank and I was making I bank. Was making bank. Bars! <laughs> I should be a rapper. That was, that oh, was, I <laughs> that was yeah, straight bars. You know, um, when we go to Norabang and stuff, yeah. like my, I usually do raps. <laughs> You're just having bars on bars yeah, over here. Bars. It's how I release my stress. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, um, but yeah. But yeah, it was uh, basically here, YouTube, I finally started YouTube mm-hmm. and it was literally just me and my friend and a 
crappy little 10 year old dslr <laughs> camera that i had and yeah. oh my god this like season one mm-hmm. i'm so grateful for it yeah because i learned so much from it and i'm right. so grateful for my guests that have come on and yeah. those guests are like uh, friends of mine yeah so i'm so grateful for them to, for them trusting me mm-hmm. enough to just come on my show and we mm-hmm. had a lot of fun but i'm not happy with the quality of it ah yeah like, the yeah, sound yeah. messed up so many times the cameras messed Bro. up so many times i was using my iphone my friend's iphone uh the crappy little camera like and then i was editing it mm-hmm. like i did it all myself huh? and sounds like me yeah <laughs> and it wasn't it was it was so hard it's not easy it's not easy it's not and easy. i was trying to condense two hours of footage into Oof, 15 minutes child. so mm. 15 minute episodes basically mm-hmm. and yeah so i'm grateful for the guests and stuff that i've come on for season one and it was definitely a learning experience mm-hmm. i filmed season two season two is done Ooh, okay uh season two i again uh wonderful friends who have helped me on this mm-hmm. manager who acted as my manager mm-hmm. cameraman editor everything yeah and i'm okay. so grateful for them and yeah. the quality of the se- of season two mm-hmm. already is, is so much I've better than up. season one yeah yeah so i'm really excited to show it yeah and um yeah, it's just fun with friends and cooking together with Korean food. Wait, what's your channel name? You did not say Taz Buds. Taz Buds is her channel name. Yeah, it's yeah. Taz and Taste Buds. Taz oh. Buds. I like that. <laughs> you know what? So I the, like that. There's an argument going on back home, right? Yeah. So I f- remember my mom making this name up for me. Like, Taz Buds? Yeah, uh-huh. so she made this main name up. And then a friend of mine, he's adamant that it was him. <laughs> I think I'll say my mom made it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he's, my, my he's mom. He's like made it. adamant that it was him, and he's like, if you get famous, I want royalties. <laughs> and I'm just like, bro, I think I really think it was my mom. Like, like, yeah, that sounds like my mom. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm pretty sure it's my mom. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I know. If, if I get famous and I make money, I might have to give him a small percentage. Just so keep him like quiet. Five percent to be like, thanks for the name. Yeah, thanks I for the name. I think I don't know. Yeah, but you said you also are able to cook Korean food, right? I find Korean food to be like one of the hardest cuisines to cook because there's so many ingredients that have to go into it how do you make that work uh there's so many things uh, honestly it goes back to south asian cooking ah so okay. because i'm bengali yeah. we grew up on it wasn't complicated recipes or such yeah. but it was a lot of ingredients mm-hmm. but the right amount of spices mm-hmm. and sauces and stuff like that a little bit of certain something it's mm-hmm. a bit of an experiment a bit of a science experiment yeah the right it creates magic right, right. and so yeah because i think that's my advantage so because i'm professionally yeah, trained yeah. because i have that uh, background yeah, you're also professional <laughs> so yeah. because i have those backgrounds mm-hmm. of that background i think for me cooking korean food um isn't that difficult but it also depends on the recipe right and i think there's uh many adaptations of Mm -hmm. certain stuff Mm -hmm. and you can take things out add things in um and yeah it doesn't have to be hard yeah there are certain recipes that take a long time like galbi jim which is like short takes a long time yeah it takes a long time it's short braised ribs yeah but it takes a very long time to cook it's a lot of effort it's a lot of love yeah basically Um, i don't got time for that another thing that i actually wanted to ask Mm. you is as you are a chef and you're professionally trained in all these things, um, how are the food prices in Korea? Oh God, <laughs> I, I've, I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> I, like my, I've gained weight since I've come here because all I eat is all I eat is bread, and yes. <laughs> bread and um, 
uh i i eat well like yeah. i don't eat bad but i eat a lot less fruit and vegetables than i used to back home why why do you eat because less it's so expensive bro it's bro? so expensive healthy food in korea is like expensive watermelon like yo oh my god watermelon right you're so, gonna have to have your lights off for a whole month to buy a watermelon in korea yeah. watermelon yeah. and apples as well surprisingly apples apples is one of the cheapest fruits in the uk like yeah. apples are grown like uh, locally regionally right. and there's different there's like i don't know 15 16 more than that varieties of apples in the uk right. um grown locally and you can find like wild berries and vegetables growing everywhere mm-hmm. back home here you have to pay through the nose for like say like a six pack of apples uk version or like us version you're looking at like between 10 to 12 dollars yeah for a six pack of apples in the uk two quid (laughs) two pounds two dollars it's so cheap back home but in korea it's so expensive and one of the things that i found i one of the fruits that i find to be very expensive in korea is avocados yeah i can afford them i buy frozen buy frozen i don't like frozen fruit though taz (laughs) the thing is frozen avocados uh they don't taste the same if you want them fresh kind of thing but if you're making like guacamole or salsa or something then the frozen is okay yeah Yeah. but i want like a fresh avocado so i can make like avocado toast but i go to the market and look at the price and i'm like you know what butter it is (laughs) i just go butter my bread because it's so expensive here and then meat is another thing i don't even eat meat like i i literally barely and the only the cheapest meats that i found is when you go to like itawan Mm -hmm. you know those halal shops and stuff Ah, they have really good um options Mm -hmm. for everyone basically yeah but they have like good portion sizes and good prices too so i usually get my meat from there when i do have them but like i don't i don't i usually just have veggie food yeah, yeah yeah. like it's just easier I, I say veggie food when i say veggie food i don't mean lots of vegetables <laughs> i buy frozen vegetables and then you like and then i'm just like you know putting something together so yeah. unless i'm making a recipe specifically yeah. my diet is actually very basic oh well me too i tend to cook more like kenyan food which i find a bit easier to cook is it e- easy to find ingredients in korea for kenyan um because spices, I imagine, is the hardest oh, thing to find. You're right? not finding spices, the yeah. Kenyan spices. Because I always, I always, like my last time I went back home, my, mm-hmm. my mom like just <laughs> here you go. <laughs> That's a hundred percent true. Every time I go to Kenya, I'm coming back with spices. Spices, yeah. Because <laughs> like, you're not gonna. Yeah. If you do find them here, they're very expensive. Again. Yes, they're like triple, double to triple the the price, or they just don't have it. Like for me, um, Kenyan spices, I just go to Kenya and buy it. Um, there's some ingredients that you can't find in like flour or like. Um, you can't find flour in Kenya. No, in, in Korea. Like, the flour that we use to make certain dishes in Kenya, ah, you can't yeah, find yeah. it in Korea. Um, so I tend to just buy stuff when I go to Kenya and bring it back. Um, and the, the food is not as complicated, so it's not that hard to cook. That's what I was saying. Like, I just find Korean food to be very complicated because my background is, like, not complicated. Like, my Kenyan food is not complicated, but then Korean food is so complicated. Like, oh, my God. It, so. Do you think, though, is that just because... Uh, because it's something that you're not used to or probably i've tried cooking, i mean facts um yeah i've tried to make i make kimchi jjigae by myself um i make kimchi fried rice <laughs> so easy to cook i'm really hungry actually <laughs> <laughs> gotta take one of those breads girl <laughs> I said we, should, we should open up the bread but i think it is because i'm not used to cooking it but there are certain things like when i started making kimchi jjigae the first time it was really hard but now that i'm used to making it it's not that hard but there are certain things that I don't even want to start because it looks too difficult yeah. to make. Yeah. yeah. So. There, there were certain things like I want to try to make when I have time. Yeah. Then I will try to experiment or something mm-hmm. and like try to make something a bit more complicated. Yeah. But that's, 
the thing is like usually i'm so busy mm-hmm. that when i do have downtime i don't want to cook you just want to chill i just want to chill yeah. and as much as i love cooking and i love food and as you know it's part of one of the things i do yeah because it's also part of work on mm-hmm. my days off the very few days off i have per month mm-hmm. i don't want to do anything i literally want to sit in bed just watching netflix like, yeah. watching you know the latest k-dramas because yeah. i freaking love k-dramas but yeah what's your latest one i just finished the deep no my demon Oh, it doesn't look good. Is it good? It's good. It's good. It's is fantasy. It? And uh, there's another one I'm watching called... The English name is Welcome to Sandali. And it sounds it's, familiar. It's basically... Oh, my God. Who are the actors? Oh, I can't remember. Yeah. Um, I'll put the picture here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's good. And it's got like... Uh, it's basically a love story slash... It's, it's not like your typical rom-com mm, kind of like thing. Like you're going to know the ending type of rom-com? Yeah. The, yeah. The, the, I mean... You can you can probably predict that they probably end up together, although the last episode hasn't been released yet, so oh, I don't know. So you're not sure. Who I'm not sure. Yeah. Do. So it's yeah. not a spoiler. So don't yeah. come at me. Okay. <laughs> you spoiled it. <laughs> I spoiled it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think. Uh. Yeah. Those. Those. Mm. That. Uh. Uh. Gyeongsong Creature. Oh, I've heard that one's really good with Park Sojun. Yeah. Um. That's really good. Yeah. It's depicted within like the Joseon Dynasty and like the Japanese occupation during the yeah. time. I've heard that. Um. So it's very interesting. Obviously, yeah. like you know, you can't say everything's factually accurate because it is a fantasy story, but it is mm-hmm. based in that era of history. So. Yeah. Uh, obviously they had to do a lot of research into that as well and make sure that you know it's somehow yeah and factual yeah yeah. make sure there are some parts that are factual Mm -hmm. so but it's very interesting um and yeah it's a story based there like another fantasy story Mm -hmm. so what's your view on um k-drama these days have you watched like older k-drama or did you oh you have like like back back in the day or like are we talking like 20 oh no i'm like I've I've saw I didn't I've only been watching K dramas for like five six years. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, the ones that were like back back in the day, mm-hmm. I haven't watched those. Mm, okay. My mom has watched them. Oh snap! Your <laughs> yeah, mom like yeah. K dramas. My, okay. my sisters can speak Korean, girl. Oh, like, why yeah, are they literally. Here? They don't want to come, uh, or they just can't come right it's, now. It's, yeah, one of the, it's like it's visa situation in there. <laughs> like it's how you like, say, in it. In it. There's two parts of my Britishness. Yeah. There's like. The Britishness in me that, like, my <laughs> my mum, she's, like, um, a proper Londoner with, like, Queen's accent kind oh, of thing. Oh, wow. Okay. And then I have the area where I was raised, yeah. very ghetto. So, like, that I have... Roadman. Yeah, yeah. No, literally. So, I have, like, roadman accent in one side. And then the other conflicting yeah. side of me is, like, British, British English. Elizabeth coming out. <laughs> yeah, Elizabeth coming out. R.I.P. So, literally, just, like, those fused fuse together. Yeah. <laughs> It's literally like me. Like it's actually the, the the what is it? The essence of being a black person in America. Ebonics. You code switch. You should definitely check out dramas from black like back in like two thousand and six, two thousand and seven. I believe that's when like K dramas used to be like good. Really good. Yeah. I think I think right now, I think K dramas are very um what you call it? Predictable. Mm, Basic. Mm, <laughs> well I know your opinion on, on K dramas. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say. I'm teaching you words. Say, say, this, this. say this. Never, never. I love them. I love them. I, yeah. To be honest, I love. I loved reading uh, stories and stuff as a kid, yeah. and uh, those stories are somehow still very uh, made it into like Korean screens kind mm-hmm. of thing, like love stories and fantasy stories and stuff. Yeah. Some of the stories are amazing. Like they're brilliant mm-hmm. stories, very well written, very well filmed, and everything yeah. else. Yeah. Um, I have a background in film and TV production, like that's my oh, major. Okay. So like when I look at those things, I yeah. always I don't judge 
the thing because yeah. you know it's whoever the you know whose idea it was that's their vision right right but i do look at certain qualities that make me think oh actually this is a very interesting storyline mm-hmm. this is very different or whatever mm-hmm. but i am a sucker for a love story oh i hate love stories i am well. a sucker for it i just think i'm a hater when it comes to romance to be honest i just see and i'm like Ugh. <laughs> I think it depends. It depends. Like, yeah. I don't like the whole mushy, mushy, oh, like, that. you know, that kind of drama. But there's, oh, what was, oh my God, I absolutely loved Crash Landing on You. Oh, I like that one See? too. See? So that's a love story. But oh my God, yeah. the story between the friendships and stuff. Yeah. Oh my God. I cried. <laughs> okay, I, I cried so much during yeah. that drama. That was a good drama. And then the fact that they got married in real life is like... Pfft. I love that. I love yeah. it. I love it. Yeah, yeah And like, yeah. you know Vincenzo? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, yeah. Of yeah. course I know Vincenzo. See, you do love them. <laughs> but I feel like if it's... As long as it's not based, like, they're not concentrating too much on the love story, I'm okay. But when they're concentrating so much on the love story, I'm like, I know what's going to happen by the end of this, this season. Yeah. So I ended up leaving. But like, Vincenzo was not that predictable, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. There are some dramas that are predictable and some dramas... Like, some dramas you watch it just... To get your mind off things, you know what I mean? Like fantasy, yeah. So you like you when you don't need to concentrate that Mm -hmm, much, mm -hmm. then you can just watch that drama and Mm -hmm. just kind of zone out from the world when you need to. But no, I love dramas. I just like the I do love historical dramas. Ones that are set in the Joseon Dynasty. Yeah, those are good ones too. Yeah, I like those. I like how they speak. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know what y'all saying. (laughs) Tona, manga kobida. Tona, Tona. Bro, there was this one time that I was like, I'm gonna name my cat Pear. I'm gonna name one of my cats Pea because I think it means either princess or queen. I think it's princess if I'm not wrong. Pea. Pea, isn't it? Isn't it? Is it queen? I think it's queen. Isn't it king? No, king is Tona. I think it's Pea because I'm thinking from. We we know. Have you seen the Queen's Umbrella? I started it. I never finished it. How did you not finish that drama? Because because why why didn't I? What? I can't remember. The main I, actress is amazing. I think it's because I started a new one and I kind of forgot about oh it. Oh my god, you have to watch <laughs> Okay, I'll continue, Umbrella. I'll continue. The Queen's Umbrella was literally, I think, my favorite drama last year. Like, Interesting. The main actress, yeah. she goes off. Any drama this lady is in. <laughs> I forgot the microphone. <laughs> no, me too. I keep like I, I keep doing this. Like. Queen's Umbrella. Oh, Oh, wait, is this the one where she was protecting her sons? Okay, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just... Why did I finish it? I don't know. There was a reason. Oh, that one and Juvenile Justice. She's also the main uh, actress in that. Yeah, she's pretty amazing. She kills... Anything this lady is on, I'm like, I'm watching. I'm like, I put full trust in this lady that she's going to kill this drama. And I'm just like, I'm there. But yeah, anything like dramas. Oh, I do. Oh, no, no. Actually, I love Korean dramas. Um, They're actually one of my favorites on Netflix. I just don't like the repetitiveness of the love stories. But I do like Korean drama. I think yeah. the, uh, I guess it's the rich boy, poor girl. <laughs> I don't like that. That's, I'm like, this is so you know unrealistic. What? You know what? You know, you know, you know the, you know, you know. <laughs> oh my God, I didn't watch that. <laughs> that is, <laughs> that is. Your funny story. You would I was, that, but oh, I loved it. It was so cute. And she, yeah, you would hate that. I wouldn't recommend to you. Bro, I was, no. <laughs> do you know what's funny about that? I translated her English scripts shut up yeah seriously i was the one who translated all that english you did a great job (laughs) i tried (laughs) (laughs) i'm probably gonna blurt that uh, whole drama's name out (laughs) because but i was i was there being like this sounds awkward let's take that out and put this in because the way they had um written the script Mm. before it was just very awkward so i had to like go in translate and fix it because you can't you can't directly translate stuff and the 
uh, and especially like I mean, yeah, you can't use Papago to translate no, no, everything. No, 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 like, no, no, you no, no. it can help with basic conversation, yeah. but scripts and stuff yeah. also depends on the context, the way it's being said, and everything. So you and can't the nuance around it. Yeah, the nuance around stuff. it. So, like, yeah. if you say a phrase in Korean, you can't directly say that word for word in English. Yeah. You have to do it like what you would say in English. Instead, yeah, you see sense. what happened. Oh yeah, remember the English, the yeah. English in that? I was like. Yeah, who translated that one? <laughs> Not me, I'll tell you that. But <laughs> is there any last words that you have for us? Um, any last this? words? Um, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. Oh, yes. Tazbuds. Um, Tazbuds. <laughs> T-A-Z or Z-B-U-D-S. <laughs> yeah. um, I have 100 lovely subscribers. Oh. It's very new, so please subscribe. 101. I'm going to subscribe. <laughs> I'm going to subscribe. And um, yeah. yeah, look forward to season two. It will be coming out, hopefully... Uh, mid to end of February uh-huh. if not early March uh-huh. because I have eight episodes that you know my lovely editor is editing and um, yeah he's got a big job to do Yeah. Um, so I don't want to pressure him um, so yeah hopefully at that time mm-hmm. and then I'm hoping uh, oh yeah also please follow me on Instagram again Tazbirds same thing <laughs> Tazbirds yeah. yeah my aim is to grow obviously yeah. to grow and uh hopefully get support and help for season three because mm-hmm. i really want to film season three with mm-hmm. more amazing people right um and with that with that money i want to pay it forward eventually nice that's um, me in this podcast too girl yeah, yeah. so i want to pay it forward and there's certain things that i want to do and help people and uh with education Mm -hmm. and things like that i won't reveal everything yet but Mm -hmm. yeah it's the aim is to pay it forward so Mm -hmm. this year i want to you know uh grow and fund season three Mm -hmm. because i spent so much money for season two oh girl (laughs) so if i can have some help that'd be amazing yeah yeah. um and then yeah hopefully in 2025 my aim is to do some work in helping society okay yeah (laughs) i think you can do it honestly i'm gonna go i'm definitely subscribing thank you yeah teach me a little something something about cooking i'm always there for it but anyways guys that was it for today's episode of korea unfiltered i hope you guys learned something make sure you subscribe to her channel taz buds and also make sure you subscribe to this channel too by the way i see 70 percent of y'all are lurking and not subscribing (laughs) please subscribe that's called stalking stop stalking this channel you you can get sued for that yes i will start suing people Defamation and everything. I'm not doing anything like that. But thank you guys so much for watching. And if you are a podcast listener, thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you guys on the next episode. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye.